Hey, this is a podcast. No, wait, it's a comedy podcast. Well, we tried to make it a comedy podcast. And uh, it's not meant to offend anyone. So don't get offended, okay? And wait, there's something else. Oh, yeah, yeah. Listener discretion is advised. Audiomatic presents Our Last Week. Hi Kunal. Hi Paul. So, you know, we were just talking about this. I am uh, currently London in yes, what is the most expensive city in the world. Hmm. And this is a city where people say that uh, you know it costs money to breathe. Hmm. You even hmm. if you step out of your house, there is an expense, you know, for no reason. You just hmm. stepped out of the house and suddenly it's like hmm. 5 pounds have been debited. And you yeah. had an observation about what is actually going on. And it has something to do with staring in London. I think that now window shopping also is a fee now. I think that walking on the street also, I think st- money starts getting debited from yeah. your card. Yeah. I think yeah. it's a face recognition thing. You know, like I think London is also known to have one of the highest densities of cameras everywhere. Yes. I think a lot of shops now are saying that, like, you know, if you stare for over a certain period into our window, we're going to start charging you. Yeah. yeah. Ping. Yeah. And I, I don't think yeah, it's just going to be like, oh, look at the, this is this person's face and just straight from your account, it'll just go. <laughs> yeah. So, like, yeah. You know, yeah. Mothers will be shouting at the children, don't stare, don't stare over there, you're mad or what, don't look into that shop. Are you, I'm just looking, no, they charge. 60 pounds are gone. Three. In fact, if you walk <laughs> yeah. past a theatre or a film, they charge mm. you, you know, mm. if, even if you're not in the building. If you're in the mm. vicinity of, say, uh, every man cinema or cousin, and you mm. just walk past it too many times, they charge you for the film. Even for a West End play. Yeah, I think that now people, because, you know, they say my face is my calling card and they say like, you know, it's like, uh, I'm, I'm the industry, it's my persona, it's my face, it's my this. I think now that that even I or people should start charging because everyone's an Instagram star, everyone's a star in their own right, you know, everybody is an, everybody's influencing everybody. Mm. and now we can just charge each other for staring at people's faces. It's happening on the phone. But I'm saying that now it needs to happen in life. Like when you're staring too long at a person walking down the street or in a restaurant or in a shop, you should have to start then paying a fee then to look at that thing. Comes with a fee. Correct. Correct. It comes with a fee. Because they're like, you know, I'm I'm one of the world's biggest food influencers. And you've been looking yeah. at me eating for 10 minutes. That'll be... 6,000 rupees. Yeah. So this is... And it'll be direct debit from your account. Actually, Dubai is a great example because Dubai, they have come up with a system where if you break a light or break a traffic rule, there's no... Hmm. Like nothing happens to you in person. No one comes up Hmm. and says you've done these things. They directly, it's linked to your bank account. So they find Hmm. the offense, they connect to your bank account, they withdraw the money. There's no conversation, you know, there's like... There's no there's no chat. What I love about Bombay, they also have surveillance cameras now. And they are hmm. 
creating this system of sending a photo of your offense so you don't and we've yeah. talked about this on the podcast like you don't really have much of a defense because yeah in india it was always a conversation right like nahi main nahi aaya yaar raste pe main nahi aaya even though they can you are on it that was road. your word against mine that kind yeah, of thing yeah it was all that now the photos are there but what i love about india is that we dispute the photographic evidence also yeah you know that's not me that's not me you know like it's your car it's your number plate but we still no i i i think we like to see we we're trying to just get away with whatever we can and <laughs> yeah, i yeah. i think but the the repercussions like in dubai or in the west uh, they might deduct your bank account uh what happens in india especially in up and all is that they come and they break up part of your house like a bathroom <laughs> yeah, yeah. or they'll come they'll, they'll take down your balcony you know so i'm saying that if you like if you if you kind of step over the line anywhere you know they'll come and they'll, they they do something else that hurts in some other way some which other I way which i think is a different kind of law it's a different kind of justice system it's justice it's lawlessness as law you know it's an interesting sort of yeah. uh, debate because in the old days i think the reason we were so argumentative was because you never nothing would really happen like in calcutta in the hmm. 1980s i've seen many people get out of their little fears and slap a constable you know just hmm. slap them uh hmm. and the constable like ab mujhe thappad nahi maar sakte you know like because there was no fear of kind of now hmm. with these surveillance cameras we are still argumentative but you don't know the repercussion anymore under a powerful hmm. government like one of your hmm. children could be missing part of your hmm. bedroom they could have bulldozed suddenly your tax records will disappear so the repercussions hmm. are sporadic i think now hmm. so i also think that's yeah, different it's a different it's different sort of. the thing the thing about the culture like dubai or whatever is that there's no they don't want to get into it only with you yeah yeah they don't have the time for all that it's only two steps it's we will debit your bank account or oh, you have no money in your bank account jail you know they yeah. know where you live you know, and and the thing is that here the negotiation was always acha kitna like so mm. so then he'll be like nahi 500 500 ke kam ho hi nahi sakta chalo 150 mein kar do chalo 200 so i mean that was the negotiation but now what's happening is like you know in some of the northern states is you're negotiating which rooms you can save you know so <laughs> yeah. kitchen but, kitchen chhod do kitchen chhod do chhota chhota <laughs> toilet hai wo bahar ka toilet tod do bahar ka toilet tod do <laughs> Here, what's happening is here. The what I love is that there's no humans, so it's invisible. So the cruelty is completely invisible, you know. Mm. And it's a lovely kind of way because on the surface it's beautiful, it's green, it's it's a beautiful mm. city. People are walking around. It's London in the summer, but you wake up on Monday, you have money in the bank. By Wednesday, you are bankrupt, and no one has said or done mm. anything. you know you've yeah. just stared at a few things you may have bought you know one little trinket from a shop little big ben whatever you've eaten some food you know you've done nothing but you are penniless and nothing has happened yeah. so it's a kind of bulldozing also but without any conversation it's very yeah. british paula yeah how how have you been otherwise you've been uh, preparing for a show I've been preparing for an Edinburgh show. Uh, I start Edinburgh on Monday, and 
the next mm-hmm. podcast we do, obviously, I'll give you reports on how Edinburgh is going. But I have a conundrum about uh, the Edinburgh Festival. It's uh, mm-hmm. the Edinburgh Festival has always been a place for artists of all kinds to perform, and lots of great artists have been discovered at Edinburgh Fringe Festival. You know, uh, great Kenneth Branagh, Emma Thompson. You know, like very famous people, Eddie Izzard. Stephen Fry, they all sort of started out at Edinburgh. Now, it's very common in the Edinburgh Fringe to have no no audience members or have a full house. Anything is possible because you're performing in these tiny venues, in dungeons, in basements, in pubs. And it doesn't matter if you're a big artist, small artist. It's quite a level playing field, which I quite enjoy, actually. Now, this year, there's a lady... Uh, who started her Edinburgh and she had one woman in the audience, okay? Hmm. And she put out a tweet at the end of the show where she cried. She said, one hmm. person in the audience, that's all right, right? And cried in a little video on Twitter and posted hmm. it. And it went completely viral. And hmm. nowadays there's this trend of Edinburgh performers crying a little bit in the middle of the run or the beginning of the run saying, you know, I'm going to power through this. No one's coming. It's really hard. Lots of people cry and it goes viral. And lots of people say, you know, we are supporting you. Don't worry. You know, we're all with you, etc. And from the next day, they have houseful for all their shows. Hmm. And my conundrum is, should I focus on some sort of antics before the show? Like I've lost my mind, you know, trying to write the show. I'm running around naked. Uh, here's a video you know, people, and then I get people, Nepal, we are with you. We've always loved you as an artist. Please put on some clothes. We are coming. You know, like, should I do something like that or should I actually focus on a good show? The thing that people will come no, to see. I don't think you should focus on the show. I think that the show is actually the smallest part of the performance, <laughs> you know, now. Mm. The mm. film, the show, mm. the actual thing. Mm is has actually shrunk mm. you know uh, what's more important is the is the story behind the thing not mm. the story of the thing mm. you know it's the story of the author uh, who's written a book about pants you know but it's his it's his story that's important and that's why i'm reading the book because he's been through a lot you know or it's the story of this person who's come from here who's now doing this and I guess that is a story but the actual thing that they're doing is of less importance now Um, so I think that what you need to focus on is not the stuff you're saying in the show at Edinburgh but the person you're going to build around that show so like I could create a persona like sitting here in my flat it's better because if I go out you know I'll be charged just for stepping out of the house. But while I'm sitting yeah. here, I could I could kind of build a show which is about how I'm slowly going crazy trying to write this show. You know, like hmm. lo- piles hmm. of pieces of paper. I call you up middle of the night screaming and you're like, I'm trying to put my children to bed. And I'm like, Kunal, Kunal, listen to me. I'm going crazy over here. You know, all of that hmm. if I do, people will be like, let's go see this guy's show. He lost his mind in London, you know. Hmm. I start eating newspapers or breaking my friend's house's furniture, tearing my clothes. People are like, this is the show to see because while writing it, this guy lost his mind. He's a complete madman hmm. now. 
and so people will be like we this guy we, this guy we want to go see right hmm. also i mean if this succeeds for me i think we hmm. can extend it like you can you can pick this up and then do it for your film promotions also you know mm. you decide to do something but what would you do like what kind of video would you do you think to tell the audience you're on the verge of losing it well i i think that it's you you need to be, sometimes you need to have a like in this case of this lady or mm. wh- wh- whoever was performing at edinburgh it was a quick story you know no one came to my show one mm. person mm. you mm. know it was a quick one it mm. was just that oh we got to support this person oh this person is crying and oh we need to show us it's fine but sometimes you need a very long story you know you need a long one that you know this is what happened and then he was born without hands and then he grew hands and you know somehow he's managed to now he's a chef or whatever i'm saying something where it's a very it's a very it's a broad story and it finally has culminated in this one thing you know this meal or this play or this film like a back so story that that story a back story to your story so you would go out see yeah. and do an instagram live and yeah. you have a you'll have a back story you know like i was born without the ability to speak and see how mm. far i've come i'm now in an amazon show where i'm speaking whatever whole back story yeah. you do i think so <laughs> i think that yeah. that's that's what has to be created you know yeah. because unless you go in with that story you know why should people just be interested in watching a movie yeah know? they are much more concerned with the not only the story but the political views opinions <laughs> yeah, yeah. of the people involved you yeah. know their ethics their morals uh, i need to know everything about everyone on that set everything i need to know everything before i embark on the journey of this book or of this shirt you know i need to know everything now you know what i love is that uh, if you remember one of my favorite movies and you've enjoyed it also shakespeare in love um i love that film yeah it's, it's a great film and there is a lovely moment in it that i think sums, sums up show business where there's a small tailor they're rehearsing for romeo and juliet and there's a small tailor mm. and the mm. tailor has a very small part because the producer can't pay for the tailoring so he's given him a part and the part mm. is of a nurse it's mm. a one line that he's got and they the the cast goes to a party and this one beautiful woman asks the tailor so what's this romeo and julio about and he says there's this nurse <laughs> so it's <laughs> so everyone is the hero of their own story so he always he starts with lives, yeah. see there's this nurse so i feel like we've seen this with amitabh bachchan in the great gatsby i think we had dimple kapadia in tenet but Every time we have an Indian person in Hollywood, they 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 could be yeah. like a small scene for like two minutes, three minutes, whatever. Um, but the press in India makes it sound like you know they had to, like, you need to know this backstory. You know, this actor he was doing well in India, but he got this role. He walked like a pilgrim, bare feet, mm. all the way to Los Angeles. You know, and then the myth, the myths all that emerge out of it. and he didn't yeah. eat for 6 months straight and he lived in a tiny little thing and he went to the director's yeah. house and he fell on his thing and he said give me this role and the director's like who are you and all this back story and you go to see the movie and you think wow the back story has been going on for 6 months this must be the greatest yeah. thing i've ever seen 
and uh, you see the film and it's just one scene where the guy says good morning mr gatsby <laughs> that's it <laughs> that's it i mean i just wonder what your if you like do you, do you think that that's kind of true like that well yeah in some instances i guess it is true and i, I i'm I, again i'm not saying it's not nice that you know people from the industry are going across and uh, no wonderful yeah you know doing that's I mean Alia Bhatt uh, is the is the villain in a new Gal Gadot film. Right. Yeah and and we've had this you know for I mean we've had people who've played principal parts in movies Om Puri Irfan Khan you know we've had people who who've done um, you know uh, really major uh, major work and 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 honestly it doesn't matter whether it was but I I just don't remember like you know when Om Puri was doing East is East or My Son the Fanatic or any one of these movies I I don't remember hearing 45000 stories about you know how it was working there in the thing or with this director or these actors I don't remember any of that it was just they just did it you know even Irfan for that they just did those roles it just and then the film came out and then you watched it and you liked it or you didn't like it whatever but now we have this whole thing you know like it's like oh 40000 stories about how his flight was and then the first time they met and what the interactions and and it's so so boring but and, i guess that's what and the like, press yeah. also it's quite interesting also because you know you also have these you know nowadays they do these interviews mostly for instagram so the questions are also so when you met christopher nolan so you were eating a sandwich what was he eating so he ordered a bowl of fruits hmm. no fruits yeah he ordered a bowl of fruits and and i ordered a sandwich so let me get this straight he likes fruits you know and then that will be a thing and uh, the film is about yeah. a nuclear bomb but <laughs> that is secondary yeah so as my last question what what madness should i do like what is your suggest what should i do you think i'm alone in a flat should i set myself on fire like what should be the promotional thing what you can what you can say is that uh if no like you could threaten the audience i think that's one way although people tend not to come when they're threatened <laughs> but it could be a good sort of in i remember you were pro- that- you were promoting something once on instagram and mid promotion yeah. you said this is rubbish you you had a meltdown and left uh in a in a right. sort of comedic kind of way and everyone thought you actually had a meltdown yeah right right this is hard to this anymore ah! and then you left and people said are you all right kunal is everything okay yeah. you know and that became a, a bit of a thing i remember um yeah yeah did you have to come and explain that you were just joking and this is not a real meltdown i didn't know where to go you know on instagram is very <laughs> difficult and then to get in touch with the same people it's not like you know like it's a it's a floating audience so to speak yeah like because yeah. the next time you speak you're speaking to different people it's not like you know you know that these are your listeners or these are your readers like because every time you do one of these things i think it's just like different people that's quite you funny know? actually imagine you've done a thing accidentally right like let's say yeah. you just abuse someone accidentally and then uh, you want to apologize apologize <laughs> and you're like this is a whole really different so- bunch of people and they're like what, what is, is apologizing for who is he yeah. you know like yeah who is this guy that's why you need all this back story <laughs> no context yeah cuz people it's only the people at that moment who were watching you go crazy so okay so you're saying nudity is out don't do nudity 
I think I think you should uh, like threaten something with rats and mice. I think you know that you will get your own foot eaten by rats or something like that. You need fifty percent audience or you know something like that. Like I'm, I'll say I'm. I'll tell them I'm in this basement venue called Monkey Barrel, and the produce, I've, producers have threatened that if I don't get minimum thirty people, they're gonna unleash they, fifty rats on me. On my left leg. On my left leg. So the threat is to me. Like so, they are coming to watch the show, but also to save and my to life. And support you. Yeah. yeah but it's, literally, it's still a threat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Please come. It's a threat, but the threat is on your head. Yeah. I think that's a good one. The other way to do it is like I had a friend who was up in Edinburgh who um, she did her show and she's the sort of person who. which i never do uh, reaches out to people like you know hey jeff i know you're in edinburgh you know i'm at this venue please come and see the show and people come also you know so hmm. so she uh, it's it's quite good at following up it's almost like throwing a party you know you get an audience of 50 60 people of which you know 20 because they're your friends hmm. or they're visiting hmm. edinburgh or their other comedian colleagues i was thinking of taking that approach but with uh, like more sort of threaten an audience you know like i know where you mm. live i'll come and stay with you for yeah. a month you know like that kind of threat i think that that is better you know like and i'm saying if i'm successful you can do it for bigger things you know like if a film is not getting a big audience say mm. you need people to go to the multiplex you can also start calling individuals you know your friends who don't necessarily say go to your films what are you doing saturday <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just uh, who are you? <laughs> Arey, I've got this. I'm. I'm. <laughs> And I'm saying it's a book my show extension. You know where they're like, we'll give you personal interaction with the star of the film, but what the audience yeah. is not ready for is that, you know, they're like, Arey, Kunal Roy Kapoor has called us, but it's actually you're calling to threaten them. But you know, honestly, like for a lot of the films that we have been a part of or done, yes. it would actually make a lot of sense for us to walk around malls through the day, mm. you know, and <laughs> just asking people to visit, like you know, like how they do plays, and they say we have a show tonight, you know, you to give a little handout, little card, check it out, it's going to be fun. If we just did that, na, we'd still get more people than actually watch the films that we're in. I guess the films that we've made. Yeah, is a hundred percent. In fact, we've talked about this that we have done a thing called the President is Coming. Uh, we had a play and a film, and uh, we were trying to calculate whether the accumulated number of people that saw the play is more than the people that saw the film. Um, Possibly, yeah. You know, and I'm quite sure there are Instagram videos of really small independent films that come out in multiplexes, where. you know if the lead actor is doing a video you know like anandita das says please come and see my film that has been seen by way more people than the film itself hmm. you know so what people are watching now is it's it's quite interesting in edinburgh there was a legendary thing in 2010 uh, i forget the name of the comedian it was uh, john something and he put up a massive hoarding right on the castle on the face hmm. of the castle he unraveled it in the middle of the night and it said you know whatever john hastings whatever his name was will not be at edinburgh this year and so okay. that became the most talked about thing and he wasn't at edinburgh mm. that year he was not mm. performing but he put up a massive thing saying he will not be performing at edinburgh this year mm. but his was the largest mm. so 
you know, like sometimes when you do publicity, you don't even have to do the show. That's what I'm saying. That that the thing itself is not that important. You know? <laughs> yeah, like it's. That's why I've always felt that people should just do hoardings of themselves, you know, and saying, "Coming soon to a theater near you," you know, and just like a picture of a guy in different <laughs> these things. Mm. They just do that, you know, and that will be bigger than the movie. More people end up seeing that, so you're not doing it for the film ultimately. And more people will talk about you, which is the important part. That's it what you will. want. He's got a new film coming. Huh? When is it out? I don't know, but yeah, he's doing stuff. Just, just that kind of stuff, you know. You just you have to be seen. That's the thing. That is the main you have thing. To be seen. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Otherwise, you'll just be walking around being with your debit card yeah. being debited for no reason. Yeah. Pal, I've been on set for the last. few weeks now mm-hmm. and uh, it's all going very, very well and all that and i've got this interesting look and all in the in the show that i'm doing lovely but my uh, makeup and hair person is telling me that i'm starting to bald in a certain area on my head mm mm-hmm. you know the top of my head somewhere a little bit towards the back it's thinning out mm mm-hmm. and uh, i wanted and you know and and he's saying do this do that i've tried so many different things nothing's really worked he's saying you know maybe you should do some form of weaving or you should do some you know you get these little where they take your follicles and they reinject it into your head they take it or, from one part of your head where you have hair and then they put it where you and, don't right and then they put it where you don't yeah and i was just wondering whether it's a good idea mm-hmm. um one from a career point of view because mm. you know you see so many actors and uh, it's actually nice to see the way they age and then you know they get different kinds of roles at different ages and uh, you know it doesn't really matter how much hair they have on their head you're still watching like you know watching a gene hackman or a jack nicholson or a um, i mean anyone you know bruce willis it doesn't ma- like the hair on the head is not really what you're there for you know and 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 as they age they kind of get different roles and i was just wondering whether it's something that will help me or take away because in our industry is very sort of like you know a little bit conscious about the look and stuff like that but it's not like i'm some leading man or something like that but i i want i was in a bit of a conundrum should i do this sort of hair weaving thing or should i just not get into it or what should i do see there i think in the world there are there's a good question very good conundrum very good question uh, there are two kinds of actors there is the head full mm. of hair character actor you right. know then there is the bald character actor the trouble mm. is when you get into that bald character actor it's very mm. hard to come back to a head full of hair character. to the head full of hair like for example the best example i can think of is ben kingsley as gandhi you know once you've right. gone full bald i've yeah. seen him subsequently in movies with hair playing character yeah. roles and i've just not believed it yeah it's you know, unbelievable it when you've gone that bald like yeah. i've seen anupam kher uh, you know do bald and then hair but then once yeah. he's gone bald you know It's yeah. very hard for me to accept him in anything else. I have seen the Because actor. Because you immediately know that this is now fake. You know, this is not looking right. I think once you go there, you know, it's it's very mm. hard to pull back. But the other way around, like if I'm a head full of hair actor and mm-hmm. I want to play a character who has no hair, 
and when you see me on screen you say are but this guy used to have a lot of hair he's lost a lot of hair or oh, oh uh, he looks like this now and then again you see him with hair and you're like oh okay that was just makeup i think so different hairstyles audiences will forgive you you know like different kinds of hair you know hmm. so let us say you do a mullet for some reason for some role yeah you know or yeah. you're playing a sleazy kind of guy like in a sitcom you know and you grow right facial hair people are like okay we're rolling with it kunal we're rolling with it you're playing with your hair yeah but i think once you go the full ball like i think for example you see a kulbushan kharbanda right hmm. very good actor uh once he's gone shakal right in shan full bald right he's done so many other great roles in life but you can oh, never what? you can never sort of you know he's also played things with the turban but you just keep thinking of shakal you're like are we know who you are you're that bald guy so no, i he, think he was a guy who chose to go bald for that role he actually has hair <laughs> i mean some <laughs> he has it i'm saying anupam kher on the other side because he was established as a no hair kind of guy a no hair now guy. when you see him yeah now when you see him with the hair that's why i'm saying that for people you know the the full head of hair character actors can go back and forth see you have cornered the head full of hair shitting market right like that's a, that's a niche that i've kind of this thing yeah. i've got a head full of hair and i'm very good in scenes in a toilet right there's no but i yeah. can't think of another actor that has that market you know like even when people are promoting toilet products or whatever and they need some of the head full of hair there is i mean it's you are miles ahead of everybody else yeah you know so that's that's the thing like when people are looking for a loser corporate comedian in their 40s who's not particularly good in england or india they know who to go to you know yeah you know like if they're having a meeting saying who's the best comedian who lives between britain and india and there'll be five names and they're like who is not they're like this guy hmm. so then they know that they need to get hold of me you know so in your hmm. case you've cornered that market now what can you do with your baldness that's the most important thing right like hmm. i think getting hair weaving done is you've lost it you're 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 defeated i think hmm. you need to push yourself and see what can you explore as a bald man right like maybe hmm. other av- non toilet avenues will open up in your career No, that's what I was hoping. That you know, that I was looking at getting into other rooms in a in an apartment <laughs> apart from the toilet. As you know, and you have laughed at this, many people in my life constantly talk about getting hair weaving done for me, but I have marched right. straight through as the patch in my head has gotten bigger and bigger. You know, much. You know how like the sun has become hotter and hotter. you know as time passes yeah. the hole in my head has become bigger and bigger and and that's the thing people have now just accept like when i see let someone some fan of comedy doing a little diagram of me it's mostly the two main features are the belly and the baldness and sometimes one yeah. guy did a little caricature of me where he put two little strands of hair on my head you know so that was me only i think that I was you that. i think you were doing that you yeah. did that diagram yeah so that that's the question of now every photo of you is with a head full of hair and you're generally you're quite a hairy person you know you've got hair you got yeah. beards you know got all that now if you lose that look i think you need a role to go with it you know like a role that will yeah. be an iconic character role where you're bald um 
like I can see you as a school principal, you know, especially if you keep a little fringe of hair around the side of your head and you're fully That's bald on top. Thinking, yeah. uh, any I can see you as any public service like bureaucrat or Punjab National Bank employee and there are many parts like that you could play. Um and if you were playing the love interest as a bald man, I mean that I'd be very interested in reading that script. Yeah, no, I mean you know, there are people who've been like you know mildly bald like a Billy Crystal or someone like in you know, a Harry Messelli. I mean like the or Tom Hanks. They they not full head of hair kind of guys, you know, but like it's not a problem. No, no, you just have to find a lady that's willing to love a person like that. And I'm sure there are many, oh, I, you know, love is yeah, blind. There are many, there are many. Love, yeah. So I uh, my recommendation is it's go for it. Go for it. Hmm. Because see what else do you have to lose, you know? Like I'm saying you've reached the limitations of your of what you could do with a head full of hair. Mm-hmm. Now it's time to reach now the limit. Now explore. Explore <laughs> what you can do as a bald person. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. You're right. Right. I'm going for it, Paul. Go for it. Go There's for it. There's no turning back. And I'm saying whether you choose to do it or not, just make sure that you fill your Instagram and social media by saying you're doing it. Whether you eventually do mm. it or not is not important. Then it'll be a story, you know. He's letting himself go bald. In fact, he's pulling his own hair out. That'll be a full story. Guys, audiences, people who've loved my films, I want an update for you. And every day, keep updating them. And eventually, you don't even do it. Like, let people see you for another twenty years with a head full of hair in films, and say, you know, he's that bald guy. And mm. then don't actually do it. So yeah, everyone yeah. knows you as and the as the bald actor. Hair loss and all of that. Yeah, 6-7 <laughs> years later, one audience member will catch on. Be like, hey, but he's become a bald... I've never seen him bald in anything. He's <laughs> yeah. like, but he's the bald guy on social media. He's the bald actor. Hey, but he's done work for years. He's never been bald. So people... It's the story you weave, you know. It's who you become yeah. eventually. Yeah. Final quick conundrum, Kunal. Final quick conundrum mm. for you. Uh-huh. Um, I gave my com- comedian colleague, I got in a little trouble, I gave him a little box of tea, uh, it said a Sam tea, and he's been a good friend and I gave him some tea and uh, he was very thankful to me, etc. But here's a secret that I'm just sharing for you and our listeners. Uh, I didn't actually buy that tea in India from a Sam. I came here, I mm-hmm. realized I was meeting him, I forgot then to get him a present. And I bought him yeah. a Sam tea from a local grocery store here only in London. Mm-hmm. And it cost one pound mm-hmm. twenty. And I removed the tag, you know. But I'm worried that he'll open the bag of a Sam tea and there'll be some other piece of paper saying that it's from here. Um mm. and I've I told him a long story that I was in a Sam for a show and I got it from there, etc. So what do I do if he finds out? My best chance is he doesn't find out. And my worst nightmare is that he opens the packet and there is a thing that says you know bought in Paddington or something you know hmm, hmm. this whole story I had about got it in a Sam for you and I had to search for it and you said you like this tea so I got this tea I mean he was very thankful to me because I, I got him this tea but uh, yeah what do I do I mean I don't know this is it's I'm like fucked when, right when basically you're, you're saying I'm fucked you're, you're screwed yeah. Like when you're doing this stuff, you shouldn't give it with the story. Now, this is when the story is not needed. This is just now a <laughs> gift. And then, just give it. 
that's true and i should have just ambiguity the f- to the sauce yeah i should have just just given and it then, to and then and and then when the person says what well, are you you got this from india you just kind of nod you mm, don't really mm, commit mm, mm, like that but i was on my way here so that could be anything you know if they say uh, you know that's so sweet of i mean you just you, you just agree you don't have to really say or confirm anything or deny anything but now if you've built the whole story and all then you're kind of digging your own grave i'm in trouble i'm, I'm almost I'm waiting for him to uh, to find out that to jack me yeah you know get the so you're saying with any the present the answer is just give it and be like are where did you get this from hmm where do you get this from hmm yeah. i know you like this color yeah, this don't is your kind of thing yeah don't worry about it yeah <laughs> just keep no, it no no i want to know because i want to are it's a you know it's uh, this thing i i just managed to pick it up and you know i just thought of you immediately i saw it i thought of you so that kind of stuff you just <laughs> let it like you know <laughs> but i want to know i need four more i'll get it for you whenever you want it i'll get it for you, you know this is the way <laughs> people kind of not give away their sauce <laughs> just keep it broad Because otherwise, then they'll yeah. start guessing price also. Because otherwise, you have to tell them that listen, it's outside your house, the shop on the left over there. I bought it before I came up. <laughs> And it's it's one pound. Yeah, that's what I paid yeah. for it. Yeah. Kural, this has been our last yeah. week. It has. Uh, listeners, we love you. Um, for another three weeks, it will be on the phone with. you shooting somewhere near bombay and me in edinburgh but we will give you updates of our lives and if you want to get even up close and personal we are at patreon.com forward slash our last week and please send us your conundrums we will we are we're getting quite a few list of conundrums and we will do one next week a couple hopefully and we are at our last week at audiomatic.in kunal Yes, please send in your conundrums and uh, subscribe uh, if you haven't already, and you will get a free episode. Uh, well, an ad- additional episode actually, because all the other episodes are free. Exactly. Uh, but when you subscribe, you get this extra episode that everyone else doesn't get, and you also get conundrums answered. So uh, yeah, subscribe on Patreon and enjoy yourself and enjoy your life, and most importantly, we. Are coming up nearly to our 200th episode, so at some point we are going to do a live show. Hundred or two hundred? Two hundred, man. Two hundred. Hundred. Two hundred. No, it's hundred episodes. We already we already did our hundred. This is our two hundred. Are you kidding me? Yeah, that's what our producers are telling us. Yeah, that's way too many. Yeah, that's too we much. We have to stop doing this now. We must end it. But also, more importantly, there is a. terrifying chance that you may see us live at our 200 podcast yes we shall keep you posted about that yes so goodbye Bye. and see you soon you were listening to our last week produced by akanksha kadam and avdoot khanolkar hosted by anuva pal and kunal roy kapoor <laughs>